Hello, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of The Green Mile. I'm John Campbell. Mike Gurgani's with me. Hello. And uh, before you listen to this episode, we just want to remind you that while you can follow along each week on this show, we do offer you the opportunity over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash panel on panels, to binge the first two seasons of this show right now. That's right. For just $1, you can gain access to a plethora of episodes beyond just the one you're listening to this week, last week, or what you might be listening to for free next week. That is just $1 a month. We'll give you access to dozens of episodes. So without further ado, it's time to Hulk out. Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. Creature is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit. David Banner is believed to be dead. And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. Welcome back to the Green Mile. This is the podcast where we chart the uh, never-ending journey of Dr. David Bruce Banner on the classic 70s television series, The Incredible Hulk. John, I think you mean the eventually ending adventures that's of true Dr. actually David Bruce the, you, know, you know that's an interesting <laughs> thing about this show because this show does have a conclusion this that's has true. a definitive ending uh which is interesting you would not necessarily think this one does but we really are going to go from point a to point b i'm john campbell with me my travel companion mike Gurgoni. hello we continue down the green mile this is now episode three we're finally in the just like normal episodes we, we've settled into the series yeah and Oh, what a settling. Mm-hmm. This this episode feels like it's settled. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so we're talking about episode three of season one entitled Final Round. Uh, it originally aired March 10th, 1978, uh, written by Kenneth Johnson, directed by Kenneth Gilbert. Mm. Uh, of Gilbert and Sullivan fame. I, I, yeah, I think this is that Gilbert. All right, I thought so. Um, it had that level of whimsy. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis for this episode, as listed on the uh, Incredible Hulk wiki, Uh, While traveling through Wilmington, Delaware, David befriends Henry Rocky Welsh, an aspiring boxer, and his young girlfriend. David discovers that his new friend doesn't have much of a chance to succeed as a prizefighter, and that Henry is actually being tricked into trafficking heroin by a CD boxing promoter. David quickly becomes embroiled in the turmoil and transforms into the Hulk in time to interrupt a boxing match designed to spell the end for Henry. Poor Henry. Mm -hmm. Or, as we knew him throughout this episode... Not Rocky. Not Rocky. What I love is if you not on the wiki, but on the IMDb trivia, the first piece of trivia for this episode says heavily inspired by the film Rocky. And if by heavily inspired <laughs> you mean blatantly ripped off. Yeah, this episode is heavily influenced by the film Rocky. No shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, our first like shot. Or one of our first shots in this episode is a young bruiser of a man running down the street in a uh, full sweat pant regalia, mm-hmm. uh, a la Rocky. 
I mean, it it just is Rocky's workout outfit. Right. Uh, though this one does have a disturbingly large wet patch on the butt. <laughs> yeah, I hope... He was rocking some hardcore ass sweats. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I was hoping he sat in something. That's how you read it. Uh, that or an entirely much, much worse interpretation. <laughs> like he just did not want to stop. <laughs> Had some bad charts. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> uh, we should mention Martin Cove is the actor who plays Henry Rocky Welsh. Mm. Martin Cove. Um. So yeah, where to begin on this? Where, to, where to even begin? I mean, I guess we got to begin at the beginning, like most things. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we start with uh, Doctor David Bruce Banner walking through the mean streets of Delaware. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is clearly New York City, right? I mean, or New Jersey or something. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they're filming this show in New York, right? Uh, and it's blatantly obvious. I I don't think that I mean I to be fair, I've never been to Wilmington, Delaware. It's true. Fair but enough. I, this really looks like the gritty 1970s New York. Maybe Wilmington, Delaware is the New York of Delaware. Oh, that could be. We don't know, John. There's no way to find out. I feel out. like we would have heard of that maybe uh, if, if, if it, it was is, at the level of a New York. <laughs> it is Delaware, yeah. literally the smallest state. I should mention Martin Cove. I was going to say uh famous for what? Of course, I knew I recognized him from somewhere. He is the villainous karate instructor in the Karate Kid movies. He's the Cobra Kai yes. uh, sensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also is in, uh, He's in, speaking of Rocky, he's in a Rambo movie, actually. Really? He's in Rambo First Blood Part 2. Huh. I'm wondering if he walked up to Stallone and said, hey, I played a character that was heavily based on you in an episode of The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> And Stallone said, I didn't understand where the... Though, this Rocky is definitely more of a, a Travolta-esque character. Yeah, the, we, we kept pointing out that they were definitely looking for a Travolta type. At least this era, Martin Cove, uh, looks like Travolta. And there was something strangely satisfying about seeing a Travolta type getting punched in the face repeatedly. <laughs> Not Aww. <gonna> <laughs> like Travolta doesn't have enough troubles. You need to hit him while he's down. Fair enough, fair enough. The man's career is over. <laughs> I mean... Look, I saw Battlefield Earth. It was time. <laughs> that was still him when he was doing all right, even. Nope. That well, not marks, that movie, but that yeah. That marks the line in the sand, John. That's, it, that's the end for you? Well, <laughs> you don't come back from that. No. So it's straight to video action movies for him. Yep. Uh, yes. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, we have we have uh, David Banner, uh, new in town. Yeah, he's just rolled into Delaware, and basically minutes of getting off of the bus is mugged. Yes, uh, I mean with I mean almost seconds of getting off the bus. I assume that they saw him get off the bus and said that guy looks like a guy who can get mugged. Yeah, because if there's one thing we know about Banner, he is immediately set upon by whoever is nearby once he gets off of a bus. <laughs> you gonna say he's extremely muggable? <laughs> I mean, no, because he's the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, no, he's no, they don't. Yeah. But Bill Bixby looks muggable. I'm saying whoever is like within a close vicinity of this version of Bruce Banner, he it, they are immediately drawn to share their innermost turmoil with him, whether it be their need to steal his money mm-hmm. or their need to become the next great boxing <laughs> champion. Because both happen within a space of minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> but so these two very cartoonishly you know, uh, drawn street thugs. Oh, yeah. They're straight out of the Warriors. Absolutely. <laughs> but joke's on them, though, because Banner doesn't have any money. Yeah. Ha ha. F- funny, funny times. Banner's poor and can't afford things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's the great joke of the series. Uh, 
No, that would be his bell bottoms. <laughs> oh, he is rocking those bell. I, I'm going to be curious to see as we move into the 80s if those go away. Mm-hmm. I hope not. <laughs> I feel like they will just because as, as time passes. I feel like they're a great like indicator of scale because they're the one pair of pants that aren't immediately destroyed when he hulks out. Well, I like that the, 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 the transformation goes from the bell-bottom pants to capris when he's, you know, right. the Hulk then all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because, The like, waist stays the same, it's just the legs get shorter. Those are what bell-bottoms look like on the Hulk, John. <laughs> His legs are just that big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Rocky saves uh, David Banner yeah. here from these thugs. Uh, Banner doesn't Hulk out. No. After getting punched repeatedly in the face, uh, Banner does not, in fact, Hulk out. Uh, this seems to be... I think this is our big thing we're trying to figure out on this show, is, is exactly what makes him Hulk out and what makes him de-Hulk as well. Right. Because uh, uh, right now, I have no idea. Yeah, and that's going to keep being a question throughout this episode. Yeah, I don't John. think they put a lot of thought into this. Nope. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I don't think they put a lot of thought into so, this show. So rather than saving himself with his incredible, stupendous superpowers, uh, he is instead saved by a stereotype mm-hmm. who happens to be wandering by. And by stereotype, I mean blatant ripoff of Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I mean, like, I, we were talking about, like, I think Stallone could have taken some legal action here. Oh, yeah. 100%. This is copyright infringement. Yes. The, uh, down to the fact they even called the character Rocky. <laughs> well, the, this character's dumber they, than Rocky. They try but... to lampshade it a little bit mm-hmm. just because the character of Rocky in this show keeps saying, like, yeah, I'll be a great boxer like all those other Rockies. I'm like... You, there's just the one. Like, you know that, right? And then we gotta keep in mind that movie was out, what? I mean, maybe about a year and a half before this aired. Yeah. And it was the biggest movie of that year. Sure. Wins Best Picture and stuff. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, yeah, they're 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 trying to be like, see, we're doing Rocky. But that doesn't make up for the fact that they're just doing Rocky. Right. Call him like Stony or something. Yeah, anything. <laughs> you like, can play on it. Try a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Rocky uh, invites Banner to stay with him mm-hmm, because he's such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. We see that he's a great mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he can literally just stick his hand inside of an engine <laughs> and it will work. Yeah, he does. He doesn't use a tool. He doesn't seem to be doing anything. Nope. He doesn't use any words indicating that he really knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He just yeah jams his hands in the hood of a car and it's fixed. Yes, I think this is a this is a mutant ability. Oh. So he is uh, clearly some kind of mechanomancer. Mechanomancer, uh, yeah. Who has uh, just suffered enough brain damage to think he should be a boxer. Yeah. Ah, I see. Okay. That's it, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but of course, yeah, he is uh, working for slash training for slash, I don't really know what their relationship is, uh, Mr. Seriego. So Mr. Seriego is a fight promoter slash arena owner slash gym owner yes the, and, and and as we sort of figured out the gym and the arena appear to be the same building yeah that got real confusing simply because the geography of this episode is real all over the place the last one at least <laughs> we knew it was a straight line yeah it was hospital mm-hmm. to orange grove to hobo camp to swamp and the continuum of that line this seems to be a, like a circle yeah Kind of? I don't I, I know. Think, I think it's possibly all one location. It's more of a scattered web, and we're sort of just picking up on locations of that web. We should mention that, that it's Al Ruscio who plays Mr. Seriego. Yeah, and I, his face was just hauntingly familiar. I don't... Th- like, uh, he's one of those guys where I don't think you know him from one thing. Right. It's just like I've seen him in an episode of a bunch of stuff. Because he's been in an episode of uh, everything. Right. 
Um, but yeah, so Rocky, this Rocky, I keep, I keep wanting to say like Stallone. Mm. Um, Rocky, no, no, but, this, this guy is firmly not Stallone. So not Rocky uh, is working for Mr. What was his last name? Uh, Sariego. Sariego. Because he's also a smack peddler is the yes. other career he we has. We find out later that he is, in fact, dealing heroin out of this. Because he doesn't make <laughs> enough money being a fight promoter. He also has to run yeah, a heroin it, it ring. It seems like he's doing quite well. That is a packed arena, and but, he owns it. Right. Doesn't he? It seems like he does. I don't know. He has an office there. Right. <laughs> and he's the one setting up, like, creating the fights and, like, yeah. setting up whoever. Like, isn't there plenty of money in that? You got to also be peddling heroin? Well, maybe it's, I, I think my favorite character in this episode, maybe it's Wilt's idea. Oh, I mean, we'll get to uh, favorite guest star, but, like. Paul Henry Itkin plays Wilt. 100% my favorite character, <laughs> side character is Wilt. <laughs> This guy is really working some magic in this performance. So Wilt is Sariego's like hench person, yeah, um, who just has the best takes. He barely <laughs> says any lines other than like "Yeah, boss," or uh-huh, yeah, and sure. most of his lines are kind of tossed away. He's like "Yeah, yeah, sure," uh-huh, but he's real subtle about yeah. it, and like kind of being that stereotypical mob, like "Yeah, sure, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it." Sort of. Yeah, a guy. he really indicates how sinister they are. <laughs> Um. <laughs> but he just has some great mugs like to and from his boss. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, this guy. This guy makes a meal out of every close-up he gets. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they come to. He brings Banner to the gym. Rocky does because, like we do in every episode, Banner. Well, I we were only two episodes in, I guess, into the main <laughs> plot of yeah. this. But it seems the running theme is the minute Banner rolls into town, he immediately has to attach himself to some kind of. Uh, nonsense plot going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's he, there's trouble about, yes. and Banner's going to get stuck in the middle of it. His secondary power is just to like run into the most convoluted schemes oh, God, imaginable. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> schemes that only a giant green monster can possibly get people out of. <laughs> what a jam. Uh-huh. Uh, so he t- Rocky takes him to the gym and... I, 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 offers to get him a job. Offers to get him a job, and, and luckily Banner is a trained medical doctor. It's true. Well, no. A medic... Well, this is insane. <laughs> they, you can't just drop this information. Because we learn... He says he was a medic, and, yes. we, and we went, okay. Sure. And then he said he was in Diné. Because we had originally established that, like, okay, Banner clearly has some medical training. He yeah. was some kind of, like, biologist yeah. to a certain extent. So, yeah. like, his, like, basis of medical training where the uh, the girl from the last episode's, like, mm-hmm. disease was concerned um, made a bit of sense. Yeah. But now he's a full-on combat medic. Combat medic who served in Nam. He talks about he was with like the 121st. Right. And he was in a combat medic in Da Nang. And you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? Where did this come from? And will this ever come back in any way, I wonder? Like, is there going to be an episode that's set in the military? How can there not be? Oh, man. Yeah, I have no idea. Are we going to get Vietnam flashbacks? I hope so. Unfortunately, we have the, like, Bit of a lost step there where we can never have the Hulk and Nom. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But a missed opportunity to have that they could have had is him serving alongside Sergeant Frank Castle. Oh, there you go. That would have been good stuff. Uh, a character who could have easily come to television at this time. Sure, yeah. But no, they chose to do the Hulk. I just keep bringing up, like, he's a, he's a really insane character <laughs> to think in 1978. <laughs> yeah, we can do this every week. Uh huh. <laughs> 
And they did for years. They did. They did five seasons and three movies of it. Objectively, a very successful TV show. So he gets brought to... Uh, I keep forgetting the mob boss's name. Uh, Mr. Sariego. Sariego to get hired on to on the at, at this gym as a medic, but also as a gym. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 well, he's working as a cut man, right? For the for the boxing, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but also they tell him he's got to clean up the place. And then we also find out that he is a an excellent masseuse. Oh yeah, this episode also reveals Doctor Banner. <laughs> Uh, uh, experience with massage therapy. Of course. Because there's another boxer who's there uh, at, at the gym who's training as well. Tommy is his name? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he... Uh, the, the, there's just an amazing cut to, like a scene begins with just Banner massaging this guy's shoulders and him going, oh, you got the magic touch, Doc. Mm-hmm. And then later he's, is <laughs> he's teaching that guy about his trapezius and like how to stretch it out properly. Well, I love the scene where they talk about like, do you really know your stuff? And he just starts naming muscles. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're a doctor. <laughs> Good work, science brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this episode. Um, so yeah, he's working at this gym as a janitor slash massage therapist slash cut man mm-hmm. slash a life coach. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, boy, Banner just sticks his nose in people's lives, oh, doesn't he? Yeah, because we find out, because who shows up next is uh, the Adrian of this Mary choice persona. Played by Fran Myers. Yes. Uh, she is the, the concerned <laughs> girlfriend oh, of Rocky. Oh, she's so concerned. Yes. Because why is she so concerned? Because he's bad at fighting. Because Rocky is really bad at fighting. Also, this makes him not a particularly endearing character, the fact that he's just terrible at fighting. But he keeps wanting to do it because he saw it in a movie last yeah. year. <laughs> I love this idea that this guy had no prior boxing experience, saw Rocky and went, I could do that. Because, yeah, Rocky... And his girlfriend's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I know this great heroin dealer mm-hmm. who would set me up in the gym. <laughs> Rocky worked for a mob boss. <laughs> I feel like that was his thought process. Mm-hmm. He's like, I really need to just recreate the... <laughs> if you could get a job in a pet shop, baby, then I think we'd all be good. I would actually like this Rocky more <laughs> if that was his motivation. But he's just in, a, in a, a complete break from reality, trying to make his life that of Rocky if they, Balboa. If they legitimately acknowledge, like, oh, I saw this movie and I thought, hey, I could do that. Like, if that line had been in this episode, I would have been like, okay, this, so- guy's, this guy's a moron, but at least he's going for something. So much should be forgiven if that line was in this episode kind of yeah yeah no i agree <laughs> uh he's yeah um so uh yeah she's like he's got to get out of this life he's gonna get hurt well why is he gonna get hurt oh because that's right well he mentions it earlier when he first meets banner uh-huh. that he's got a high blood pressure condition right then she mentions he has a high blood pressure condition Gee, do you think this is going to come back around in any way? At this point, John and I looked at each other and went, okay, Mm -hmm. so... So file that away, right? Yeah, we're looking at a Chekhov's heart condition here. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Um, They keep mentioning this, and then... I would have kind of loved it if they just never come up. <laughs> but they just kept harping on it like that. It's like, oh, he's got a condition. Mm-hmm. we got to feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just a moron. He is. And that actually gets brought up in the episode. It's just like, he's such a sweet boy, but he's kind of an well, idiot. Well, I love because the other boxer's like, 
Yeah, he's real bad at fighting, but he's so sweet, nobody wants to tell him. So we're just going to let him die in the ring. <laughs> Rather than see him bummed. We're going to watch him get like a dozen concussions yeah. over the course of his like period wishing he were a boxer. We'd rather he die from a brain hemorrhage than be sad for a couple days. <laughs> I think it's better that way. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's, uh, it's so... He, so he's making deliveries for Mr. Sariego. Yes. Bags of what look like bandages, but uh-huh. are really flour. I mean heroin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes. And, and and Banner keeps asking, what is that? What are you delivering? You just you just take those bandages out for a walk? And at every point he does this, Sariego shows up and is like, mind your business. Well, look, if there's one thing Banner can't do, it's mind his own goddamn business. No, that honestly, <laughs> he, uh, Banner's biggest problem is not so much the monster as it is he just keeps injecting himself into people's <laughs> lives. Oh, you got some trouble? I mean, like at a certain point, I think he's just, he's looking for it. Well, what's really upsetting about that is like he knows he can hulk out at almost any moment. Oh, yeah. Like given the right bedpan or like <laughs> small shot to the ribs. It was a pitcher, not a bedpan. <laughs> Fair enough. My brain overwrite. It's funnier if it was a bedpan. Oh, it would be a lot funnier <laughs> if it was a bedpan. But anyway, he knows he can hulk out at like maybe the slightest provocation slash not at all. Yeah. It's kind of random. Or not. Actually, he. to be fair, it does seem like it's about a 50-50 chance of sure, him out. that's even like it adds to the chaos. Yeah. So he knows this about himself. Yeah. Why would he keep injecting himself in the lives <laughs> of others so much? Like he's readily putting these people in danger. I think we're supposed to think that he's just such an altruistic, heroic man. Okay. That he just can't help but help people. I want to see that struggle, though. I want to see him be like, no, I can't get involved. Cause... Yeah, that, that's the interesting thing. Banner is not, I mean, he's given a lot of characteristics, but he's really not much of a character. No. We are because every episode is really about the people he meets. Yeah, I've said this. I said this last episode. I said it this. I'm going to say it again this episode. I'm feeling like I'm going to say it every single episode. It's like this is a show about us meeting a new group of characters every single week yeah. and having to figure out like, okay, do we care about these people? Meanwhile, we're waiting for the Hulk to show up. Well, here's a, here's the uh, here, here's a, something we can do on each episode. Do you care about these people? I care about Wilt and Wilt alone. <laughs> this is really about Wilt to me I as mean, well. I mean, it's Wilt's story. It he really has is. everything to lose or gain. It really, really is. So yeah, he's he's involved in the drug. T- oh my god! And and you better believe that uh, as they're credited in the cast, White Mugger and Black Mugger do come back. Oh, it's true. Because uh, they they hear from a couple of their buddies that while, uh, while playing. While playing Throwing Quarters Against a Wall, that classic of street games. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what it looks they, like they're, they're doing. They're just chucking quarters at a wall. Yeah. Ah, and, and then, I then, lost. Because <laughs> you missed? Did you not hit the wall? I didn't hit the wall. Oh, you didn't ah, jeez. Um, so, yeah, the muggers show back up to jump Rocky and... Uh, Banner as they're yeah. leaving the gym slash arena. Well, they 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 notice Banner and they're like, "Oh, let's double dip." Right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna beat up these guys who maybe stopped us from beating up this other guy earlier. Yeah. yeah. They they they're very excited to but, be like a second chance to smack this nerd around. <laughs> 
when this time we brought friends. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're really gonna get them. Yeah, they brought a couple of extra street, street toughs with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Rocky is carrying a a package of quote unquote bandages, mm-hmm. um, and uh, all the street toughs jump them. And it's at this point in the fight we see that the oh no, the bandages are in fact flour. I mean heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because, uh, yeah, they do look like just like big bags of flour. Well, a, a lot of it isn't even the powder. It's what they're contained in. Yeah, like big paper wrapped. They look like sacks of flour. They really do. It's also a lot of heroin. Oh, like an obscene amount. Because he's got like three or four of them in that bag. Of these bag. big like five pound bags. <laughs> yeah. This is, this uh, Mr. Sariego is a high volume drug trafficker. At first I thought it was coke and I was really excited by the idea of a super coked up Hulk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we get the uh, we we get these guys jumping in. One of the bags breaks open. Um, uh, but, but as this is happening, of course, they smack Banner around too much. Whatever that limit is, yeah. you got to hit him seven times. Um, <laughs> we should keep track. Well, of how many times he gets? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Although just the I think it was two whacks with a pitcher right. versus seven punches. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, as opposed to getting punched like three times in the first. There's going to be a flow chart for this eventually, <laughs> and it'll all make sense then. Okay. We'll be like, oh, okay, this this adds up. <laughs> Uh, what, something we'll never say on this show. <laughs> well, this adds up. Um, uh, yeah, so he 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 hulks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eighteen minutes into this one, yes, you should this say is the first Hulk. And something out. I'm going to keep track of is, is how long it takes to get a Hulk out. Um, this, these are about 50 minute episodes, so mm-hmm. 18 minutes in, we get our first Hulk out. Oh, back during the Halcyon days when an hour long show was 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, we've lost a full seven minutes since 1978. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so he hulks out and and kind of chucks these guys about. Oh, totally! Like he throws one guy. So he, he he's what I'm gonna call from now on a bear throw. Mm-hmm. It is that throw where he <laughs> picks him up by the chest and the waist mm-hmm. and hucks him overhand, mm-hmm. and then we get a still shot on the guy flying through the air. Yeah, and he doesn't have quite the hang time that the bear. No, did. the bear had a quite a bit of hang time. <laughs> but to be fair, we're in an urban environment here. There's it's not true. as far to throw he him. Would have hit a fire escape mm-hmm. if he had uh, had that much air time. So he throws this guy into a car. Which was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we 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 the Hulk stuff in this episode delivers. There's some pretty decent Hulk stuff. There, there definitely is. You also get a guy, you get a guy throwing a, a the only defense against the Hulk a trash can lid at him, <laughs> just a metal trash can lid, which, which he catches, which he catches like a frisbee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fairly, fairly, just uh, lightly, like, uh huh, and then he just smooshes it. Yeah, which is, which is great yeah, that was pretty cool. That looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like whenever the Hulk. Ben's metal or anything like that. That's or like wads something steel up into a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's always great. It's very cool. But we also get Hulk's standard defense, or or not even defense, but attack of just slowly moving in on people. To be fair, it would be pretty fucking effective if the Hulk was slowly I, moving in. No, I just like me. that the Hulk knows that his that his play is intimidation. Mm-hmm. Like he can get by a lot on that. Yeah. And, violence uh, perceived is violence achieved. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Hulk motto. Okay. I thought it was Smash, but all right. Well, this Hulk, though. Okay, okay, fair This enough. Hulk doesn't smash nearly as much. He smashes a bit. We get him for the first time breaking through a wall in this no. episode. This is not the first time? No, absolutely Well, this not. is kind of the quintessential one because I... This I'll, is a I'll, brick I'll, wall, I'll grant you. I'll, sp- I'll spoil this. This shot is reused multiple times throughout this series. That doesn't shock me. Yeah. <laughs> this, so this is this is kind of the classic Hulk wall breakthrough. Yeah, he definitely busts through a brick wall chasing yeah. these street toughs away, which... 
again, here's another big old inconsistency in terms of like when he de-hulks. Mm-hmm. We have him chasing these street toughs who are running away from him. Yeah. The street. So seeing Hulk like barging down the street is mm-hmm. pretty great. Oh yeah. And seeing this like is the first time I think we've seen him in like a full-on run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially on like in city streets. Yeah. Um, and so we see these uh, these muggers like charge past a group of civilians, and then they're like, "Oh my!" as they get pushed aside, and then the Hulk turns the corner, and the like I think a woman screams dramatically. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. pretty great. Just like, oh, oh yeah, the Hulk. No, it's what you want out of a monster story. Totally. Um, but they leap over a brick wall, and then the Hulk just runs through the brick wall, which is fantastic. Yes, that's that's a great move. In fact, we were watching it, going like, "I hope he breaks through that wall," <laughs> and then he does. Yes. Um, but then he just kind of lets him go. Yeah, they get about like a fifty feet away, and apparently that was like. It's like in a video game, like in an open world video game, where like a monster starts chasing you, but you know if you get far enough away from it, it'll like de-aggro off of you <laughs> and go back to wherever its spawn point is. Yeah, that's and exactly what happens here. <laughs> I like the idea that he like waved him off and was like, they've learned their lesson. <laughs> so yeah. Because we never see them again. I, I, they learned their lesson. <laughs> Presumably they're off screen somewhere talking to Jack McGee. Oh my god! We'll get there. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. That's get the there. only thing that makes sense to me. But then, here's what I can't figure out. So he lets him go and then starts to de-hulk. Well, he's just like stumbling around, getting real tired, and we don't know why. All we know, he's got a big foot full of heroin. Because the Hulk stepped in the pile of heroin and left a very impressive footprint. Because we see that later, Rocky noses is like, huh? <laughs> we get a yeah, solid double take. Which it was sort of implied that. That Rocky was knocked out during the whole fight, like he gets yeah. knocked out pretty quick. Yeah, but later on, he says he saw the Hulk during the fight because he said, "Boy, that was crazy." Yeah, did you not see that big green monster? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he saw that big green monster. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he saw the footprint. They make that very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess he maybe saw that, like when the Hulk first showed up, like when he's looming over the street yeah. tops, and Rocky's like, Whoa? Oh yeah, we get yeah we get a pretty good pigeon double take there. Um, <laughs> Nothing's at the level of a pigeon double take. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll get there in this show based on the quality <laughs> we've seen so far. We're only a matter of time till we hit '70s Roger Moore uh, <laughs> shenanigans. Um, yeah. Uh, so then Rocky uh, goes back to the are- the arena. Now this is the first time we see. Not just a gym; it's also an arena. Yeah, I wish we'd established that earlier. We never see confusing. the gym again. Once it's established as an arena, it's only an arena. Um, no, we, we see the we gym. Go, we go once back to the gym. When do we the, go back to the gym? That's when we see Mary, and uh, we find out that like, wait, it, was that before or after? Well, Mary, when she comes to Banner, the second time. I think that's in the arena. No, that's it's in, in the, the gym. gym because he asked Tommy to go help move like the. The massage table. Oh yeah, and that's when he asks him, like, "Hey, has anyone anyone ever died?" And then he goes and investigates the uh, oh the right, office. right, right. Um, because yeah, we have Banner come back to the arena to meet Rocky. Yeah. Um, and Banner and Rocky is like, "Hey, did you see that big green monster?" He's like, "No, I must have wandered off." But cough, before cough. before this, we learn that Mister Sergio is going to or Sariego. Yes. Um, insert mob boss name here. Yeah, whichever one you want. Something Italian. Um, I am slightly <laughs> offended by that. Well, it was the seventies. There are characters named Black Mugger and White Mugger. Fair so, enough. I mean, I don't, you know. Um, but uh, Mr. Sariego has has agreed to let Rocky have a fight. 
Yes. He's, uh, he's because gonna... Rocky decides not to turn Mr. Sariego in for all of that armfuls of heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, because he figures, like, okay, if I get good with Mr. Sariego, he gives me my one shot at the fight. He's, he's going to get his big fight with Bill Cole. And then after that, I'll turn him in for all the heroin. Yeah. So I can have my cake and eat it, too. Or yeah. fight my cake and heroin, too. Have it arrested, too? Yeah, I don't I know. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Something in there. There's there's a thing in there. Yeah. Uh, yes. So he's gonna he's gonna do that. But what we come to find is that Mr. Sarajevo and Wilt have a little something cooked up. Uh huh. They have themselves a good old fashioned cockamamie scheme. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> They're going to kill Rocky by putting. They make it. They make a point of saying it's not poison. It's not poison. It's something that will interact with his blood pressure. Yeah, that will make it spike dur- when he's at peak physical effort. Peak physical exertion. That was right. the word. I, I was trying to remember the exact wording of it. Uh, and when he gets to that point, it'll make him have a heart attack. So yeah. if a doctor looks into it, it'll be like, oh, he just died of a heart attack. It must have been his blood pressure thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Banner hears all this through a steel door. He <laughs> hears all of this. We're learning the last episode. He heard that very faint conversation through a closed door and wall. Mm-hmm. Now he heard this through a steel door. Does Banner have super hearing? I think that's his tertiary powers. Yeah, his first power turning into the Hulk. Yeah, second power finding the most convoluted like <laughs> personal problems imaginable yeah. within seconds of reaching a city. Third power super hearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Banner wants Rocky not to fight. Right, because it's going to kill him. Yeah. Um, but Rocky's like, I got to take my shot. Yeah. Because I saw that movie one time. <laughs> <laughs> I like this idea. I do like this idea better that he's just like, I saw that movie and I'm going to do that movie. Mm-hmm. Again, if he had just said that, I would forgive so much of this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so eventually Banner... Banner's gonna try to steal the poison, but where does that come into? Well, because Banner's have like meets with Mary at the gym, yeah, um, and she's just like, oh, why is he? He can go like be a mechanic, and he's so good with cars, so good. Um, and he doesn't have to do anything; he just have to touch him. He's like the Fonz, right? He's only with cars instead of jukeboxes. Uh, we never assume <laughs> that the Fonz can't fix a car like that, or that this guy doesn't have that touch with jukeboxes it's as well. True. Um, we don't know that his father isn't Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah, I was just going to say, maybe his real last name is Fonzarelli. There we go. Um, but anyway, Fonz yeah. has got illegitimate children. Um, we figure out that, because uh, Rocky told Banner, like, oh, I'm not going to turn him in for the heroin so I can get my shot, and yeah. then I'll turn him in later. It'll be fine. And Banner's <laughs> like, I don't know about this, Rock. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a great plan, man. No. Um, so then uh, we're back at the gym. Yeah. He has his talk with Mary, mm-hmm. and then he talks with Tommy. He's like, hey, is anyone? actually ever like you know died boxing um, <laughs> which is a stupid question <laughs> of course because like what he's not, is he talking about in at this specific location or is he just talking about in the history of boxing has anyone died because of course people have died boxing <laughs> people are getting punched in the head everyone knows that there are famous stories of people dying in the ring mm-hmm. it's a horrible thing right I've, i mean eventually the rocky franchise will lose apollo creed to it it's true um, look, he just had to go up against a Russian that was too big for him. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Well, he came out of retirement for an exhibition. Ma- Apollo Creed dies in an exhibition match. Ugh, the worst. Yeah. An exhibition match that was, of course, an allegory for the Cold War, but. Yeah. Um, well, Rocky ended the Cold War. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. We all know this. He gave that's that, in the history books. He gave that speech. <laughs> 
and and ended the Cold War. If not for the valiant efforts of Mr. Balboa, mm-hmm. we would still be... Because well, initially the Russian crowd is cheering for Drago, uh-huh. but then they start cheering for Rocky. Oh. Truly, he is. A I like that we just man. we just turn to that because it's just better boxing stuff. <laughs> it absolutely, is. we eventually get to the boxing match. <laughs> That's here. saying something. Rocky Four is better than this. Rocky, I, I like Rocky Four. <laughs> it may be a ninety-minute music video, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> and it's the next Creed movie has Drago in it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm very excited about that. Uh, no Drago here. He's fighting a guy. Who, the other boxer is in on this, which I think we were both kind of baffled by. So, yeah, we get Banner uh, snooping around. Um, he's always snooping. And he, he overhears this plot to kill Rocky. <laughs> but he, he, in classic the reason, janitor fashion, is just sweeping the hall just, yeah, when he's, he hears He's this. just sweeping. He's just yeah. sweeping. Um, but he overhears his plot because Sariego has to explain it in gruesome detail. And oh, by gruesome detail, beat I mean by beat. the fact that we have to sit and listen is gruesome. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's, now let's explain the last 20 minutes of this episode. It's not hard to understand. Oh. But he's explaining it. And the thing is, when they do the autopsy, they'll never know because of this and this. And you're like, yeah, I get it, man. So the person he's explaining this to is not Wilt, his henchperson. Well, Wilt's there, too, but he already knows. And he's nodding along and, like, making mm-hmm. a meal out of mm-hmm. his takes. Yeah. Um, that, look, this guy's a small part. He knows it, but he's going to use every second of camera time he gets. Absolutely. Um, but Sariego is explaining this evil machination to the boxer that Rocky will be fighting. Yeah. Uh, Bill Cole. Bill Cole. Because apparently Bill Cole is an evil boxer? Yeah. We met an evil doctor last week. We now just, we're meeting an evil boxer. We're meeting these people who just happen to be evil representatives <laughs> of their trade. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because apparently, like, they never go on to explain, like, so has Bill Cole been, like, fixing fights or something for Sariego? Or is he just, he just happens to be okay well, with killing his opponent? Because here. <laughs> A thing that most boxers are forever haunted by, anyone who has killed an opponent in the ring. This guy's like, sign me up. I got to kill some more. (laughs) We made people who love murder on this show. They're like comedy bang-bang guests. Everyone turns out to be a murderer. Uh, Yeah. Well, The other thing is he doesn't need this to win because it seems like he was beating the crap out of Rocky. And Rocky's a terrible fighter. As we established. But the other thing is... Does Sariego know that Rocky's going to turn him in? Is that why he wants to kill him? I think he just wants to get rid of like the witness. Like, yeah, Rocky is like too brave to live and too stupid to die. But why? Do, like this idea of having to pull off like a perfect murder. Like this guy's a mob boss. Surely he's just having people shot, right? And, yeah. Later like, on, Wilt, is... Wilt, I'm sure, is dying to shoot somebody. Yeah, Banner. Yeah. Who they then, like, truss up. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is amazing because Banner tries to steal the poison. Right. Because after overhearing this plan through a steel door, he sneaks into the office after they've all left. Through a different door. Through a different door. Oh God, the geography in this episode makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> we we know the office has two doors, but we never get a real good look on where they are in relation to each other. Right. Um, or where they lead. Because <laughs> yeah. presumably one leads to the gym and one leads to the arena, I guess? Or to the hallway, at least, because that's where Banner's yeah, coming from. Enough. The hallway okay. that leads to the arena. Anyway. I want a blueprint of this building, damn it. So Banner's like poking around trying to steal the poison, and that's when the mob boss comes back in and is like, hey, don't steal my poison. I need that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I need that for a thing. <laughs> don't worry about I it. I have this whole plan where I'm going to give it to him. And just <laughs> I just love explaining and it to at people. at the moment of peak physical exertion. <laughs> 
Now, here's the thing. Even if they complete an autopsy, they'll never know. They'll think it was a heart attack. It's a great plan, right? Ben is just nodding along as he's slowly edging towards the door. It's just so good I can't keep from telling people about it. I'm just so proud of it. It's the best plan I've ever had. Um, oh, we need to kill him. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So Wilt and, and, and Bill Cole chase him down and, and knock him unconscious. Right. Oh, Cole just gives him a good... One... Well, he's a he's a excellent boxer. Yeah, so he knocks out Banner. Yeah. Banner does not hulk out. No. He is one just, punch he's out. Right. Yeah. So we're establishing a rule here, and I definitely want to follow up on this if in this, later. If this continues, that if Banner is knocked unconscious, he goes unconscious. He does not have time to turn into the hulk. Right. If he is, he is not, out. Yeah. So we we're, were saying we don't think that's the case for comic book hulk. Oh, absolutely not. I don't think so. No, I, I, I mean think... I'm, I'm depends who's writing it well as with anything but i feel like i, I like there have been instances at in which, least in my view of what yeah. the banner hulk thing is it, i mean hawkeye was able to kill banner by shooting an arrow in his brain yeah so presumably if like you get him quick enough i guess that's definitely been a thing in the comics but for the most part it's like if you assault banner you're gonna get hulk yeah but uh, anyway <laughs> this is the <laughs> this is the stupidest thing in this episode right is the is that they're like we'll kill him Later. First, let's tie him up and put him in a cage. And then winch that cage above the boxing arena because it's a cage they use for wrestling matches? Yeah. Well, if you look at the marquee later when they show the outside of the arena, they say boxing and wrestling here. Oh. I, I guess he rents it out to a wrestling league on the weekends. Sure. You know, that, <laughs> make some more cash. That Delaware Wrestling Federation? Mm -hmm. Well, there's <laughs> the a wrestling. GWF. There's Portland wrestling. Yeah. Sure, fair enough. There's wrestling everywhere. There's right. boxing everywhere. Okay, okay. I, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll give it that this can exist. I, I just don't get any sense this is Delaware. Right. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they, they truss up Banner. They throw him oh above the arena to, like, stew for a little while. Yeah. So they'll kill him after the match. Well, they don't... <laughs> Do they not have time? I don't really understand. Do they not have a convoluted plan to kill him then? No, like, there's, there's... So they say that they've used chloroform on him. Mm -hmm. Could they... Can you overdose someone on chloroform? I mean, I don't really know. Could they have just stabbed him in the throat? Yeah, it does seem like, it, I mean, he's unconscious. It wouldn't be that hard to just kill him real quick. And then leave the body in the cage and winch that above the stage. Yeah. And then, like, okay, we'll take care of the body later. That, that makes sense. That would make sense. But no, because we, no, we have happens. to save this so we can cage him. Right. So, oh, but then... I was actually... When they were, like... Because uh, it was uh, Wilt and Cole were dragging him out onto the arena floor. Yeah. Be like, oh, shit, what do we do with this unconscious yeah. guy? Yeah. Um, I was really hoping they were going to stash him under the floor of the uh, the boxing ring. Yeah. So then the Hulk could burst out oh, on the boxing cool. ring. Instead, we get what is actually a pretty cool scene where he busts out of a cage. But before sure. all this, the thing we skipped over, and Gregoni, how could we forget about this? Uh, before Banner is tied up and unconscious... Uh, Rocky meets a new guest at the arena. Investigative reporter Jack McGee is in town. Fuck. He's shown up in Wilmington because he heard tell of a green monster so, that's a muggers. Yeah, here's here's why, this is why we never see the other muggers again, is because they've run off to go tell Jack McGee. Yeah. That's but the only way this makes sense. In I'm going to say... General, I'm gonna give him twelve hours that this has happened. That's generous. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a generous twelve hours. Okay. To the muggers having seen Hulk, uh -huh. to telling someone that that then presumably and got word to Jack McGee. Other people, and have then for seen the Jack Hulk, McGee to go from wherever he is to Wilmington. But here's the thing: other people on the street saw the Hulk. So yeah. I'll grant you that Jack McGee heard that the Hulk was in Delaware. I can, you, 
Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about just the speed that he heard it. Sure, and and got there. But whatever. I, I'm assuming Jack McGee has like teleportation powers. <laughs> All right, let's just but assume he does. Even assuming that, yeah, he gets to Delaware because that's where the rumors of the Hulk are. How does he get to the arena? How does he get to the boxing arena? Yeah, that does seem like a it makes huge zero sense. jump. It no, it makes zero sense unless the muggers specifically told him. A, we saw the Hulk. Mm-hmm. B, we saw the Hulk while we were trying to mug some people. C, those people we were trying <laughs> to mug were people we saw coming out of the boxing arena. These are some very chatty, very uh, specific yeah. items that needed to be portrayed to Jack McGee for him to even come close to coming here. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, is this the only building in <laughs> Delaware? Well, it's pretty much the only one we see, right? <laughs> I mean, everything and everything is contained within this building. You're not wrong. So I think this is the only building in Wilmington. We, we see this building, the alleys outside of this building. And we see Rocky's apartment and briefly. And we briefly see Rocky's apartment. And that's Which could it. be above the arena for all we yeah, know. Yeah, that's, that's true. We <laughs> actually never see them go from one place to the other. There is an implied Chinese restaurant at one point, but we never actually no, see we never, it. No, we never. We do not actually see it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think this is just one building in this town. <laughs> the town is just the building. Yeah. There's no way we can confirm it's, it's, this. Uh, it's one of those one-building towns. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you've ever been to Beavertown, Oregon... I haven't. Uh, it is a four-building town. But, oh, uh, yeah, but that's still... That's a booming yeah. metropolis compared to this depiction of Wilmington, Delaware. It, it has a, uh, a post office, a uh, library, and a police station, and three other buildings. Well, I mean, what more do you need? Uh, well, I implied that those first three things are all in the same building. Oh. <laughs> And so there you go. So you only need the one building even then. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, yes. Uh, so, yes, Jack McGee's in town because he's heard tell of a monster. And, uh, and he says, I'm Jack McGee. I hate him so much. And then he goes to the boxing match, but he seems to hate the boxing Why match. Why does he go to the boxing match? He goes match? to the boxing match. He's sitting ringside. Why <laughs> is he at the boxing match, Sean? I, <laughs> I have no answer. Because he's gone there to read a newspaper. That's the only purpose I can ascertain. Mm -hmm. He is there to read a newspaper. His newspaper (laughs) that he presumably had a hand in writing. And and, and he seems real pissed that other people are annoying him, right? Like, other people are into the fight and and preventing him from enjoying his own newspaper. Oh, my God. I hate Jack McGee so much. Jack McGee, this, this is, I think, the most shoehorned in he's been so far of these three. I mean, obviously, in the first episode, he he is his biggest part. He literally shows up out of nowhere in there. To be fair, like, in the first again, one, in the first episode, we have no clear ideas why he's investigating the Banner's laboratory. This is this is true, but I, I'm at least willing to to go. There's a laboratory. There's a reporter. He's investigating it. I'm not yet getting to him showing like he's. I mean, he's he's writing a story about the lab. Okay, but him getting to this boxing match makes zero sense. I'm pretty sure he's the devil. <laughs> How great would that be if that was the end of this? And he's like, and I've been the devil the whole time. He's, just, he's Mephisto. He's Mephisto. Yeah. I, from now on, I'm working under that assumption. Yeah. And I think you'll enjoy the show more as a result I of that. I think so. Because A, that explains the speed in which he can get places. Oh, yeah. B, it ex- it explains his inexplicable reasoning for being anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just to be an asshole and evil. And then at the in the last episode, Doctor Strange shows up and sends him back to the Dark Dimension. That would be so good. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he's here, and, and, yeah, he's real pissed he can't read his newspaper. No, John, that's all that needs to be said about him. He's here. Because <laughs> he doesn't do anything. No, he, well, we're going to get, but, uh, no, he doesn't do anything. So the fight starts, 
And uh, I believe you counted it. How many times has Rocky hit in the head during this fight? 23. 23 you know, it's shots to the head. There's a couple of scenes where he's just like a speed bag and his head's just flopping yeah. backwards. It's pretty impressive how much he doesn't So block. he has dementia by like 30, right? No, he has a brain hemorrhage is what he has. Yeah, he died later that night. Because <laughs> like in classical like boxing technique, you keep your hands up to protect your head. Yes. He had his hands down by his shoulders fully well, I mean, his let, dumb face. To be fair, he is stated as that he's a bad boxer. And he proves it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's real bad. He's blow just, for blow. Just taking blows to the face. Yeah. Uh, and he gets his ass walloped. Yeah, he sure um, does. And uh, unfortunately, his uh, usual cut man, uh, <laughs> Dr. David Banner. Has been replaced by... Our, oh, right. We didn't say... Yeah, he is no longer David Banner because he introduced himself at the beginning of the episode as Dave Benson. Yeah, he takes a second, though. He says, my right. name is David Benson. Benson. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly David, fake. definitely not a fake name. He does say it to a complete moron, though, who would accept that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am <laughs> A guy who probably has actually forgotten his last name in reality. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's forgotten his first name because he calls himself Rocky. Hey, I'm Rocky. He remembers the movie he saw a week ago. <laughs> he forgot his name, saw a movie poster, and said, that must be it. <laughs> Uh, this episode is awful. Um, <laughs> Doesn't even have the decency to have a bear. But of course, a Banner wakes up during the fight in his groggy chloroform state, uh, figures out or, or realizes what's happening and is trying. Well, he already knows what's happening. No, no, but I'm saying he 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 come, he becomes aware of what's literally happening in front of him. Right, the fight he, is happening. Because I'm saying I'm saying he comes out of that chloroform and is aware of things pretty quick. Right. Like there's not there's these like what would, because, the fight because that definitely not poison has been mixed into Rocky's water yeah and we get some cl- some real close ups to make it clear there's an agonizing sequence in which the mob boss pulls the poison out of his drawer mm-hmm. takes the <laughs> water bottle unscrews the top <laughs> unscrews the top of the poison dumps it into the water bottle screws the top of the water bottle back on shakes it up and hands it back and says this is the poison you know the poison that will cause him to die if he drinks too much of it the one where if he gets to peak physical exertion he will die of a heart I'm attack saying, and it will be the perfect crime this guy is so proud of this plan he needs people to know uh so yeah so banner's trying to yell but he's been gagged so he's trying to yell and then i guess out of concern he hulks out he's real worried that is the reason we we're given for him hulking extreme out. extreme yes. worry will it'll lead to a hulk out man yeah oh you better believe it he, to be fair he's like struggling he's like tied up he's struggling against his bonds but and he's like, oh, no, this person will die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's like it's, it's a heightened stage. emotional it, it, it duress. Make, it, it makes some sense. <laughs> it makes about as much sense as anything else. Yeah. <laughs> That's like anything else on this fucking show. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he hulks out, and then he rips the bars off of the cage he's in. Which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool shot of him, like, tearing steel bars off. Mm-hmm. Then and he then leaps down. He leaps down into the boxing ring. Yeah, lest we forget Kenneth Johnson was also the showrunner of The Six Million Dollar Man. Mm. So we have similar leaping. Yeah, it's just missing the sound. He took that out. It's true. So it's a different show. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally not the fugitive as well. So he lands in the arena, interrupts the fight. This is my favorite moment of the entire episode. Earlier you talked about like, oh, what's a surefire way of stopping the Hulk? Throwing a garbage can lid at him? No, surefire way of stopping the Hulk? Attacking him with boxing gloves. Well, Bill Cole, for some reason, just sees a thing. He's already got the gloves on. He's already in a fighting mood. He's like, I guess I hit this now. This must be part of the show. 
Pump, he, he, pump, he gives him a shot in the ribs, right. which does nothing, of course. <laughs> and then the Hulk just hurls him out of the ring. Just like backhands him out of the ring. That's yeah. right. He backhands him, which is a nice move. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, pff, who cares? Right. Because um, meanwhile, Rocky's like sort of like laid up in his corner. He's gotten the shit kicked out of him. And he's just like, I can't see, Mick. I can't see. You got to cut me. And then uh, <laughs> he's a... Uh, uh, does, is is the Hulk chasing Wilt? Is that what he's doing when he leaps out of the ring? So then the referee tries to stop the Hulk. The Hulk beats up the referee. <laughs> oh, I love that. He grabs him by the arm and throws him across the ring. Yeah. Uh, and then he... Oh, Somehow he ends up out of the ring. So so Wilt and uh, Sarajevo... Sarajevo. Sarajevo. Not the country of Sarajevo. Right. <laughs> uh, begin to flee mm-hmm. because... Everyone's fleeing at this point, I guess. Yeah. But the Hulk... Well, there's like, a giant green monster. Yeah. The Hulk focuses in on them. Yeah. Because I guess he's left with Banner's impression of just, like, those are bad guys. I think that's what I'm coming to realize is, is that... I mean, and it makes sense, right? If the Hulk is Banner at peak emotion, right? Yeah. Then it would make sense that he is retaining the most extreme feelings of Banner that are, that are just uh, totally raw feelings. Yeah. And that is, they are bad. They must be stopped. Uh-huh. Uh, so he begins chasing them because I think he like he we get that really crazy shot of him looking directly into the camera and going grr. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's I, it, and I think that's supposed to be at Wilt. I think it's supposed to be at Sarajevo. Oh, okay, because he's like down and out of the arena. That's right. But Wilt's also like on his way out. Right. Anyway, he's after them because we're saying everybody's fleeing. There's one guy who's not fleeing. Oh, There's one guy who is very into this. This is maybe my favorite part of the episode, is even <laughs> though it contains Mephisto. The the reaction of Jack McGee to the Hulk. So the Hulk is like landed outside of the arena. He's about to start chasing the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And he's like leering around at the crowd going, Ugh. And you've got the guy who's next to McGee who wants to sign the Hulk. He's an agent going, I can get you fights, kid. And then he beats that guy up. Yeah, well, yeah, he just picks <laughs> that guy aside. Everyone else in the crowd is like screaming and running away, except for McGee, who's sort of leaning back with this lurid look on his he's face. He's kind of like, huh? He, yeah, it's like this. Oh. It's this. Oh yeah, sort of look. <laughs> there is a look of titillation on his <laughs> yeah, face. I think titillation is a great word for it, and it is <laughs> wildly upsetting. It really is <laughs> because Jack McGee has what I would consider a craggy face. Yeah, I think that's fair. He, he is not a, a, a standard deviation. From good well, looking. We've talked about, I mean, he is in the Willem Dafoe camp, right? Yeah. And this would be a Dafoe part. Right. And Dafoe would be better in this part. Oh, absolutely. The difference is Jack McGee doesn't move his lower jaw. <laughs> right. Constantly looks like he needs to bite someone because of that. That's my, my impression of Jack McGee is always down here. It's yeah. Jack McGee. I am doing Jack McGee. And... Yeah, he's got this squinty look, and then just when he looks like he's getting off on something, it's upsetting. Yeah. And when he looks like he's getting off... It kind off, of ruins sex for everyone. <laughs> when it looks Permanently. like he's getting off on the Hulk screaming at him, mm-hmm. it gives this whole show a, like, a new twist. I think it actually made McGee more interesting to me. <laughs> if this is all some kind of fetish thing <laughs> for him. just a kink for him? Yeah. You know what? I would actually respect him more <laughs> if that were the case. He just wants to bang the Hulk. Uh, <laughs> that was it. If he could admit that yeah. to us, the viewer, I think I think his arc in this show is wrestling with those feelings. He's not quite sure what to make of them at the moment. Wow, that they're really new, puts they're new. Life. He's confused. All right, he's okay. never felt this way before, especially not towards a Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought that was my thing. 
Look, if that's the arc of Jack McGee, fine, great. <laughs> Sexual orientation into Hulks exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I get it. Of everyone else, I get it, Jack. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You can. There are others like yeah, you. Yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so he he finally does chase Wilt and and Sariego to their, their office. office yeah, Sariego is grabbing a folder of evidence <laughs> because the Hulk is really keen on busting. I don't know what well, he's I mean, trying he, to accomplish. I mean, also here. In, in his thrill at creating this plan, he wrote the whole thing out <laughs> in great detail. That, no, okay, now we know why he repeats it so many times. He wrote himself some lines. He's proud that he memorized them. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote it all out to keep it straight memorized and he's like oh my god i've never memorized this many words in my life he, he was planning to move to community theater after this right he is he is a kid in a like elementary school play who is so proud that he's memorized <laughs> his lines that he's just gonna keep saying mm-hmm. them until opening night when he fucks it all up hey 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 wilt we're going to poison this. I know, boss. You keep telling me. No, 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 no. Listen to me. When he's at the peak of human exertion. He's really proud of that exertion. phrase, too. Yeah. I, I used a thesaurus and everything. Um, and Wilt is just rolling his eyes. Like, Wilt's gone to community college. He yeah. doesn't find this impressive. I love McGee chasing after the Hulk here oh, as well. What does he hope to accomplish? <laughs> I don't know. Because I here, this also brings up, I mean, like, we've now figured it out. But in the show, I was trying to figure out, wh- what is it that, that McGee wants with the Hulk? Like, he keeps talking about he wants him... Sexual release. Well, yeah. But in the show, <laughs> he keeps talking about how he he wants him to face justice for the murders he committed, basically. Murder. Murders? Murders, because he thinks Banner died, too. Okay. He thinks he killed... Uh, was it Elena? The first lady doctor, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and, and Banner. He yeah. thinks he killed the two of them. Uh-huh. And so he wants... In a fire. Yeah. Because the Hulk started the fire? Well, monster do bad. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the Frankenstein monster. He's not afraid of fire, so no, he probably he is, is an arsonist. He is afraid of fire, though. Yeah. We established big the last green, episode. Big green arsonist. Um, <laughs> okay. He just loves to watch the flames. The angry green arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's been dubbed. Uh, no, he's been dubbed the Hulk, and so McGee throws that word around a lot. Um, oh, we see it on the front page of his paper that he's reading in the boxing <laughs> match. Hulk strikes again. I just like this idea that like his editor is like, oh, again with the Hulk? Again, like I think that the whole revelation that he is like fetishizing the Hulk mm-hmm. in a sexual fashion mm-hmm. really reveals a lot about Jack McGee. It really does. I also think that's a self-published zine, not a newspaper. <laughs> He is at the forefront of zines. Uh, People need to know about the Hulk. Yeah, Uh, and so then he just watches him. Well, he stops everyone else from getting into the office, being like, "No, stay back. He's a killer. He's a killer." Yeah, though he clearly hasn't killed anybody. He had the option to kill both of the mob people. Yeah, and And McGee even really. Oh, he could have snapped McGee's neck and made me a lot happier. Yeah, (laughs) but I like the idea that he's more like no. He's a killer. Yeah. Oh, that's part of it. Yeah. I see. He's, He's killed. Oh. McGee likes a bad boy. He's dangerous. Uh. <laughs> dangerous oh. Hulk. And so then he, he waits for the Hulk to fin- finish his business <laughs> of, of putting these mobsters in their place. Which involves just like 
smacking him up a little bit, I guess. Yeah, throwing he's... him, throwing one of them over a desk and throwing the other one into a wall. Yeah. So they're 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 dispatched, and then he leaps out a window, and then McGee runs. Why does the Hulk run away? The Hulk always well, because he because he knows he knows McGee is accusing him of a crime. He can never he can never prove he didn't. <laughs> the Hulk knows that. <laughs> I don't know. I think he knows to run away from McGee. Okay, so there's an inborn Hulk fear of McGee. Because Banner has a terrifying fear of McGee. Which, again, makes Make, zero well, sense. No, yeah, because I don't really understand. Why is Banner afraid of McGee? Because McGee doesn't know Banner's the Hulk. McGee thinks Banner's dead. Right. If he were to be alive, I think it'd be a huge jump for him to put together that he is this monster. Yeah, like a Hulk-sized jump. Yeah. And also, wouldn't it prove the thing he couldn't prove before, that... Oh, but he still would have killed Elena. But if Banner said no, she died in a fire, I was there? Yeah, but who'd believe a guy who turns into a monster? Nobody knows that, though. Oh, that's an interesting point. (laughs) Also, it appears to just be McGee. I don't know how much interest law enforcement has in Well, we did see that wanted poster last episode. Somebody took the time. Yeah, to but draw I took it. that was that. Lo- we talked about that being that a, a wanted poster drawn by that local police department. I'm fairly certain it was drawn by McGee and then given to that law enforcement officer. There you go. It's part of my personal collection. <laughs> I've got a million of them. I've got many charcoal drawings of the Hulk. That one is the most safe for work. <laughs> uh, yes. And so he, Hulk leaps out a window, and this is when McGee runs into the room and then just stares after him as he runs off. Longingly, one might say. But I'm just saying, like, if he's a reporter trying to get a scoop, like, he doesn't he doesn't have a camera with him. He's not taking a picture of this monster. He's just like, well, I saw him. Yeah, so all in right. a way, like, to be fair, last episode he didn't see him at all. So at least in this episode, McGee's validated a little bit. But, but to no one but himself, or and the people there. But I'm talking about, like, as a journalist, he's not. <sighs> Hulk sells papers, maybe? Uh, yeah, but I mean, it wouldn't have been, once again, you would think he would have had a camera and tried to get a picture of him. Or maybe there were cameras in the But he didn't. Ex- he didn't expect arena. to see the Hulk there. He's in town looking for the Hulk, again, but then yeah. just took in a boxing match, <laughs> of which he paid no attention to. <laughs> McGee makes zero sense in this episode. And McGee usually doesn't make much sense, but this time, truly, I have no idea what he's doing. There's that one bit where... McGee is like reading the paper inside the boxing match and the Hulk has leapt down into the arena mm-hmm. and that guy next to him has to slap him and point up, say, hey, look, it's a Hulk. <laughs> Which you would think he would hear the monstrous roar and the people screaming and be like, at least, what's that? No, he's so engrossed in his own paper that he pays zero attention to a Hulk attack. It's true. <laughs> the very thing he's in town to look for. No, no, he's in the town to dismissively observe a boxing match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, McGee on this one. I'm, I'm with you on McGee on this one. Again. I'm not a McGee fan normally. but I, 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 I think this repre- this episode represents his sexual awakening in <laughs> terms really of does. I am physically attracted to Hulks. Yeah. And so I need to pursue those feelings and the Hulk. Boy, if he ever got a look at She-Hulk. Oh, I mean, no, we don't, ne- we don't know. No, I'm just talking about it. there's another one. Yeah. but Maybe she's more interested in him. Uh, no. This one's running away from him. That's crushing. Yeah. No, but it's also that like the allure of the thing he can't have. Oh, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. Boy, we're really we're di- we're diving deep into the sexual psychology of Jack McGee on this show. You know what? I think we're going to continue doing that I think as that's, we move yeah, forward. Yeah, I think I think that's <laughs> that's it. Uh, so uh, we then have after this has all been wrapped up because Banner's hanging out at the arena. <laughs> 
for reasons. I love that he always, like, the big thing happens, and then Banner just comes back to wherever it happened. He's like, oh, what happened? He's returning to the scene of the crime. He really is. It's classic criminal mentality. Uh, and, and they're talking about how, like, oh, uh, they arrested Sariego. They found out about the murder plot because he had it all written out. And, yeah, and also probably told, <laughs> like, eight cops. <laughs> Like, he didn't even get to the confession room. He was just in the backseat of the cop car. The plane was perfect. So here's the thing. I poisoned his water bottle when he was at the peak of physical exertion. That was when he was going to die. Oh, boy. Gee, Chief, this guy can't stop confessing. Uh, Do you want me to tell the Chief, too? Here's the thing, Chief. We were going to poison the water bottle. But just to the one crime. There are other crimes, but he can only confess to I this never one. touched any heroin, but I was going to murder this boxer. It was a it very w- ingenious plan, you see. A, a coroner would have thought it was a heart attack. <laughs> it wouldn't have been, though. It definitely would have been murder orchestrated by me. <laughs> Tell him, Wilt. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drag me into this. And Wilt's just like, no, he did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, you know, you can't fault him. It was a pretty ingenious plan. We didn't count on a big green monster, though. No, you never you do. Never, you, know, you never do, no matter how good the plan is. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so he... Uh, okay, uh, I, I, here's a running segment I definitely want to do. I feel like we're going to be running into cockamamie plans from here on out. Sure. Um, we had one last week. Right, and that's what I'm saying is, like, how does this how does this cockamamie plan stack up? So far, my favorite is still... Uh, I, th- I think the previous one. The merging of the citrus houses... Yeah, I think that okay. I think that I think that was a better plan. Okay. Than this one. As opposed to peak physical exertion. Though kind of a similar plan. I mean they're, they're both, both like secret poison but they're both like secret poisonings. Yeah, but one the is second a more one, long form. Right, and only resulted after they didn't work when they tried a boat explosion attack. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went to poisoning only after a failed boat explosion. Right. Well, the boat exploded, but it only killed one of the victims. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, so in this, we find out that everybody got arrested. Rocky's off the hook, and he's going to be a mechanic, and Mary's thrilled about that. Right. Uh, and Banner's like, that's great. That's a, that's a great Banner line where he's like, well, that's great. Good for you. Yeah. We're wrapping up a TV show. Uh-huh. And then he's like, and the best part of it is... Jack McGee has the scoop on it, and here he comes now to interview me. And Banner's like, ah, uh, I gotta go. As he pulls his collar no. dramatically. And then he walks out of the arena as Jack McGee walks in, and the so lonely man he, plays. He, here's my question. Yeah. So we get this wide shot of Banner leaving the arena just mm-hmm. as Jack McGee is entering. Mm-hmm. Is that actually Jack McGee? Was he on set that day? It's such a wide shot, I couldn't tell. It's probably a double. Okay, yeah. that's what Why I'm pay him? Exactly. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, just just get the body double in. Colvin's uh-huh. like, do you need me? Yeah, no? Okay, good. Right. <laughs> good. Col- like I think I've talked about it before, Colvin had a sweet gig on this show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he worked maybe a day or two a week. Maybe had and, two lines And he episode. got paid as a full series regular. Yeah. The only other one uh, other than Bixby. He's the first Bixby. credited on the, uh, the show other than Bixby. Yeah, it's Bixby, then Jack Colvin. Yeah, because yeah. they're the only two regulars, I guess. And Ferrigno. Yeah, true. Though they're playing the same part. Oh. Anyway. I didn't notice. So that's final round, uh, season one, episode three. Mm. Uh, let's get to our regular segments here. The first is our Hulk feat of strength. Mm-hmm. What do we got here? Um, so we had a f- We don't have anything like that's a clear winner here, we don't, I feel like. I, I'm, 
I don't know. I feel like bursting through the wall. Bursting through the brick wall was pretty clearly the winner for me. The only other contenders that came even close. Him throwing that guy. Throwing the guy, crumpling the trash can lid was pretty good for breaking me. Breaking out of the cage. And breaking out of the cage. Yeah. yeah. I think we got to go bursting through the wall. Number one, yeah. just for its iconography. I mean, having a comic book character burst through a brick wall. It goes back to Superman, you know. Classic I mean, yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, a good, it's a solid image. It's here. what we call an X-Force entrance. Absolutely. <laughs> So we have that. That's good. Uh, I think we're in agreement about guest star of the week here. Oh, a hundred percent. It is Wilt. It is. Uh, we want the hair. We want to credit. He had the takes. We want to once again credit the amazing Paul Henry Itkin. He had only as a Wilt. few lines, but he did them in the most scheming, Weasley fashion <laughs> you could. And boy, did he sell being a henchman. It was a hell of a performance. Absolutely, it was. Absolutely. Uh, and so, of course, we got to do our last segment, which is we got to check in on what old General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is up to in this universe, where he doesn't have to worry about having to chase the Hulk. It's true. Uh, he has been, of course, let off the hook by the extreme efforts of investigative journalism, because, you know, they're the ones who are filling in for the military every day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> now, th this week, I think I think he was enjoying something, and then it kind of got ruined when the local boxing match he was watching... <gasps> Uh, on his, because he has, he you know, he's a big sports fan, so it's he's true, got the yeah. feed. He's watching all the local games, uh -huh. and so he, the, this night he had cho chosen to uh, tune into a Wilmington, Delaware boxing match. He likes supporting the local teams. He like, really does. He's a big fan of uh, like AAA baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a big fan of like uh, he loves little league. Yeah, well, because the professionals are too much about the money. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not about the game. He's anymore. about the purity of it's it. It's true. And so he tunes into the box and he's ready for a, for a, a little bit of a, of a fisticuffs. He's heard about this up and comer who has just mm -hmm. like come out of nowhere, and suddenly he's going for a title bout. Yeah. Against Bill Cole. Yeah. Who is this? It sounds like a movie he saw a while back that he can't remember the no, name. No, no, no. Thaddeus Ross did not go see a movie. <laughs> Didn't we talk about him going to a movie the first episode of the show? No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> he may have. <laughs> he's maybe seen a couple of films. You're right. Uh, but anyway, yeah. He, uh, but unfortunately, the transmission was cut short by some kind of commotion. Oh, there was a commotion, and he was just like, oh, to be fair, it's out in Delaware. They have spotty reception mm -hmm. out there. Maybe their cameras. Not yeah. the best. This is what you get for maybe not putting the amount of money that the professionals mm -hmm. put in. So he gets it. So we moved on to a, another boxing match from Des Moines that was actually pretty good. It was actually not bad. Yeah, yeah. it was all right. So that was what Thunderbolt Ross was up to <laughs> this week. Probably. Um, and uh, that does it for this episode. But, of course, next week. Next. What's happening next on week? On The Incredible Hulk. Because, John, I saw the like little oh, I know. The snippet. I know. The, the image. On the DVD. On the DVD, because there's a, there's a picture associated with each episode yes, and when, it, you, when you move and through the menu. Speaking of titillation, <laughs> uh, I was both intrigued and possibly aroused, uh, at least intellectually, uh, about... Do you want to tell them what the image, image was? It is just of a surprised-looking gorilla. Well, let's be honest. It's a man in a gorilla suit. <laughs> Look, either way, it looks shocked at whatever it's viewing. Well, here you go. This may give you some context for it. Next week on The Incredible Hulk, David Bradburn is researching control methods for animal aggression with a female doctor at a zoo. Mm. She gets into trouble when new animals keep dying from a mysterious illness. What could it be? What could it be? Uh, whatever it is, surely the Hulk will get her out of the jam, though. Uh, if the Hulk gets to fight a gorilla, I am on board. Well, we do love when the Hulk fights animals, and I think that's that's literally, that's what we're looking for. I think that says for. more about us than the show, though. It really does. <laughs> I just hope they keep delivering on that. Uh <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, that episode, uh, which is titled 
Hulk fights a gorilla. The Beast Within. Oh. Pretty good. Pretty good title for a Hulk episode, actually. I think the answer is The Hulk. Mm. Or is it? Oh. We'll see. We'll see next week when we watch The Beast Within. It's true. Uh, As we follow the continuing adventures of Dr. David Bruce Benton Benchley Benson Banner. Mm Mm-hmm. PhD. Absolutely. Uh, As he ever looks for that cure to his ailment, which is the Hulk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But until next week, I'm John Campbell. And I am currently Mike Gargoni. And remember, don't make us angry, because you wouldn't like us when we're angry. 